Dusk June 4, 2022 begins, Day 50 Counting Up to Holy Spirit. Shavuot known as Passover. Today caught up with me a couple of times. It is Sabbath Bamidbar, in the wilderness, the same Sabbath day my youngest sister got married 49 years ago. This sister celebrated her 49th wedding anniversary on June 3rd. We did not know this, but that June 3rd was also 3 Sivan. It is very unusual to have the Hebrew calendar align with Pope Gregory's calendar. But it did the month she got married. They are now walking into their Jubilee, 50th, year together on day 50 of counting up to Holy Spirit. Today, I was caught up with being challenged about speaking in tongues or a different language. Pastor Biltz of El Shaddai Ministries cover the different gifts in operation then and still today. My sister set up her temple on this earth with one man from our hometown. She was the first wedding that I found tears of joy for her come to my eyes as we greeted them at the back of the church after they were wed. I have relatives challenge these gifts because they read the words, tongues will cease. People teach their children to stay away from churches that speak in tongues. Today, my heart's desire for everyone is to hear this explained correctly. Wrong teaching takes the Holy Spirit's discernment to undo. Pray. Today, I'm reminded of Revelation 2-4 and Revelation 2-5. I've learned that we cannot take anything out of context. And I've learned that I must think through a scripture to make sure I understand what it is talking about. In doing that, it can take time to look at different Bible versions and not feel like a traitor to the King James Version. It is a very good translation. And yet it is slanted by its translators that wrote it thinking they were doing Jesus a favor in setting him in their church atmosphere which removed his Jewishness. They thought they would prove they loved him more than those accused of killing him, the Jew. They chant, the Jews killed our Jesus. Didn't Jesus die for everyone's penalty for sinning? Today, some of the reading took us to Hosea chapter 2. We should read all of Hosea to hear the real message to the church. We are the church that mingles in our world. God calls it whoring. What is the lesson in Hosea in just the first chapters? God is saying he left, but then he returns. God caused them to not be blessed because they did something abhorring to God. They left the Torah. Isn't it interesting that people think God never leaves? Well, we leave, so he leaves. Here is why God returns to the wedding altar to marry us. We are married to the Torah, which is righteous, gives justice, showing compassion when it is not deserved, grace. God's faithfulness is allowing us to return to the Torah. We must return to the living words of God seen through the living Torah Yeshua. We can know the living Torah spoken about in the Torah by the Father. Hoss 2:21. I will betroth you to me forever, yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness, in justice, in grace and in compassion. Hoss 2:22. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness, and you will know Adonai. Hoss 2:15. I will punish her for offering incense on the feast days of the Balaam when she decked herself with her earrings and jewels, pursuing her lovers and forgetting me, says Adonai. Hoss 2.16 But now I'm going to woo her, I will bring her out to the desert and I will speak to her heart. Hoss 2.17 I will give her vineyards from there and the Accor Valley as a gateway to hope. She will respond there as she did when young, as she did when she came up from Egypt. Hoss 2.18 On that day, says Adonai you will call me Ishi, my husband, you will no longer call me Bali, my master. Hoss 2.19 For I will remove the names of the Balaam from her mouth, they will never again be mentioned by name. Marriage on a two-God street leads to destruction. The only can survive life being a one-God believer. Our one-God street includes the living Torah writing the written Torah on our hearts. The Holy Spirit can only do this. If your heart is hardened to this concept, then there are different gods in your life. The Torah, as our first love gives comfort to us. 
It is not punishment to honor it but an honor to represent it as that is one of the reasons the Father sent Himself in flesh form to express the love that comes through the patterns found in the Torah. The patterns show Yeshua Jesus. He will return to all that divorce the gods of this world. It took 4,000 years of instruction to have God come in the flesh to straighten the instruction book out. People have always added other gods to their worship. King Solomon even joined with his foreign wives in offering his children to their gods which included Moloch. Today, people do not want to forsake the ways of their ancestry. When their saved children approach them about Jesus, they just can't let go of their ancestors. We saw this in Haiti in 2004. By day they loved being fed by the Catholic system set up for them and Baptist and other religious groups that travel into the jungles to help build them what would be called a church, three walls with a thatched roof. By night you heard the sounds of chickens being killed for sacrifice, yes, voodoo, their offerings to their parents' gods. Yeshua came in person to define God's original instructions given 3,500 years ago tonight. The Spirit came over them at Mount Sinai in Arabia showing all could walk out the ways of the God of Abraham, Isaac and Yaakov. Yaakov's children were taken into the wilderness so they could learn God's instructions, which would pattern to Yeshua Jesus coming to earth. The penalty of adding other gods to our lives, still separates us from God. We have a jealous God. Hosea did not marry a whore as we would define such a person. His wife lived in the world just as we live in an adulterated world. He married within his Jewish culture and had three children. Through the names of these children, we hear God talking to us. God's stories are important. They continually repeat a similar lesson but through different venues. We have a choice to be part of, the pattern lessons or stay in our own world thinking we're living happily ever after in our church traditions. Hosea cooperated and did what God said. He got married to a woman. Jeremiah cooperated and did what God said. He did not get married until after being imprisoned by Israel's king who refused to be carried off to Babylon. Jeremiah would not be compromised and speak of a prophetic word that was not true. He had no children to hold hostage. The church Adonai is talking about through Hosea has the same church characteristics of the seven churches in Turkey John described. I should have your attention now because they are the end-time churches, yes, us. Today our churches want to do what Jesus did without really knowing what this Jesus did. He was a Hebrew doing Jewish things. Yes, Jesus was a rabbi and Pharisee even wearing a tullet, tassels. John on Patmos poses the real question to us. Who or what is the first love that was lost? Rev 2-4 But I have this against you, you have lost the love you had at first. Rev 2-5 Therefore, remember where you were before you fell, turn from this sin, and do what you used to do before. Otherwise, I will come to you and remove your menorah from its place, if you don't turn from your sin. Immediately, people think their first love is an individual such as Jesus or God. Wow, if you, what? Return. Return to what? Return to the Torah. What happens if we fail this test of return? We are removed. The church should be a light to the world like a menorah gives off light. The seven church in the book of Revelation are all disappointing to God. There is a system that perverts the Torah. Gal 5:18. But if you are led by the Spirit, then you are not in subjection to the system that results from perverting the Torah into legalism. If we understand the first five books of our Bible, then we can understand all the other prophets. The Torah defines how to live our lives. It is perversion to delete it. Gal 5:22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Gal 5:23. Humility, self-control. Nothing in the Torah stands against such things. The reason two or three can come together and agree with heaven, 
God, is that as was already decided upon in the Torah. In fact, that verse trains us how to approach a brother or sister in the Lord and agree they have gone against the Torah. It can be agreed upon on earth because the Torah came from heaven, God, defined in real time by Yeshua Jesus 2000 years ago. We have a double witness telling us the Torah is valid today. Remember, there is nothing Yeshua Jesus said or did those conflicts with the Torah. That is why it is so powerful to maintain on our earth today. I am praying for a new refreshing spirit to come upon our earth starting tonight, as my sister enters her 50th year of marriage, may all her children and my children's children open their eyes to both the Torah and the one known as, the Living Word, Yeshua our Messiah soon to return. We have a double portion poured out in Jesus and the Torah. We must embrace both in order to meet God at His wedding banquet. It is not by works but by the love of God's instructions through the Holy Spirit that we can draw nigh to God. Cain did it his way. Esau wanted to do it his way. Martin Luther King wanted it his way and in doing so he left out the Torah. In fact, he said it best if we just burned down their business, locked them up in their synagogues and burnt the down too with them in it. And that is just what happened to those that killed our Jesus. And, now we want to know why God will burn up the earth? Yes, pattern for pattern is the apple of his eye the land, the people, the Torah and the sun were burned. Today, Pastor Biltz defined another scripture taken out of context that such thinking cost Joan of Arc her life. The heresy that she was accused of was wearing pants. She was young and fighting off her attackers. A skirt could have gotten her killed. We have come a long way, but many pastors are still confused because they refuse to listen to Hebraic context. I would suggest you go to elshadaministries.us and listen to the June 4, 2022 lesson called Bamidbar. Yes, the day my sister go married this lesson was taught. 1 Co 14 to 1 Pursue love. However, keep on eagerly seeking the things of the Spirit, and especially seek to be able to prophesy. 1 Co 14 to 2 For someone speaking in a tongue is not speaking to people but to God, because no one can understand, since he is uttering mysteries in the power of the Spirit. 1 Co 14 to 3 But someone prophesying is speaking to people, edifying, encouraging and comforting them. Prophecy is talking about God's Word. Jesus was a prophet, he spoke nothing but what was already found in the first five books. Yes, he did quote other prophets such as Isaiah and others. They also quoted from the Torah. Their lives lived out patterns proving the Torah, the patterns to Messiah. Tongues. If the Holy Spirit moves on a person, and what comes out of their mouth can be understood by someone who perhaps speaks German, that is considered speaking in another person's language or tongue. It does not have to even be spoken in German, but it is understood by a German then that is the Holy Spirit moving to impress itself on a person giving proof of a relationship desired with that person by God. These things are of the Spirit, and has nothing to do with us. It is God who will open hearts for others to hear what is said. We should make sure our words line up with God's Scripture when speaking. We cannot take God's words out of context making our words as words. We have to be careful how we quote Scripture and put it to application. I would rather be quiet than confirm something that I did not even understand. There are many different gifts operating in God's church. This last year I have found that praying in sincerity moves the Spirit of God to act. There seems to be many being healed right now in 2022. A pregnant mother with non-Hodgkin lymphoma no longer has it. We should be praising God when we see our prayers of sincerity answered. I listened to Pastor Bilt's live and then again to its recording making sure I understood what he said. Then I went through all the scriptures myself contemplating each verse. I looked for patterns that might apply throughout scripture. Tongues is a prayer language given to have an interpretation so an unbeliever can witness that the Holy Spirit is real. 
1 Co 14:22 Thus tongues are a sign not for believers but for unbelievers, while prophecy is not for unbelievers but for believers. 1 Co 14:23 So if the whole congregation comes together with everybody speaking in tongues, and uninstructed people or unbelievers come in, won't they say you're crazy? Prophecy is spoken to those who believe the Torah first. Jesus fills up the Torah bringing us to the conclusion that Jesus is God. The Torah shows us the living Torah. Once we return to the Torah we can be remarried to God as Hosea could be united back to his wife and children. 1 Co 14:24. But if you all prophesy, and some unbeliever or uninstructed person enters, he is convicted of sin by all, he is brought under judgment by all. 1 Co 14:25. And the secrets of his heart are laid bare, so he falls on his face and worships God, saying, God is really here among you. Thus, when we proclaim the truths of the Bible, confirmed by two or more witnesses, we should find repentance of secrets in our heart. How is God among us today? We must be willing to let down false doctrines and admit the Torah and the writings of the prophets are the way to lead others to the living Torah Yeshua Jesus. Our earth is laid out according to pattern. We have to be an Abraham, a Hosea, an Isaiah, a Jeremiah, all living out their lives always inside of Torah, never abandoning. If we abandon God's first love He gave us, we can't stay married to Him. There are two things we must love, the words of God and the Son who live those words out for us to give witness to. Let's finish with the most abused verse in the Bible about woman. This verse has been so misused all through history. Women have been thought to be without a brain and even their monthly cycles the pain was all in their mind. And just recently they have been allowed to vote. Hebraism- When meeting there can be a row of trees or partitions set up. I witnessed this at the Feast of Trumpets in NV one year. The women are on one side with the children who run around. The men are on the other side while all are listening to the speaker. When people could not hear, they would raise their hand and ask to hear what the question or the answer to the question was. In order to keep the session on its time schedule, the women were told to ask their husbands what the answer to the question was when they got home. Thus, this verse has been taken out of context since Jewishness started being banished when the temple was allowed to be burnt down in 70 AD. The Roman solitaire scraped the gold off the temple as their payment for services. We see pictures of children sitting on Jesus' lap to remind that us that no one with a question should be turned away. Tonight, on Shavuot, the stranger and foreigner came together to function under God's instruction as one unit. A great assembly stood at the base of Mount Sinai in Arabia where all agreed to do whatever God told Moses for them to do. The lightning spoke with clouds thundering and the earth quaking. Israel at Mount Sinai, Month 3, Sivan, Day 14. Exo 19-1 In the third month after the people of Israel had left the land of Egypt, the same day they came to the Sinai desert. I love these verses as they pattern to us being washed in Yeshua's blood on the third day. Every 2,000 years is a day, we are at the third day, 6,000 years. Exo 19-7 Moshe came, summoned the leaders of the people and presented them with all these words which Adonai had ordered him to say. Exo 19-8 All the people answered as one, everything Adonai has said, we will do. Moshe reported the words of the people to Adonai. Exo 19-9 Adonai said to Moshe, See, I am coming to you in a thick cloud, so that the people will be able to hear when I speak with you and also to trust in you forever. Moshe had told Adonai what the people had said. Exo 19-10 So Adonai said to Moshe, Go to the people, today and tomorrow separate them from me by having them wash their clothing. Exo 19-11 And prepare for the third day. For on the third day, Adonai will come down on Mount Sinai before the eyes of all the people. Exo 19:12 You are to set limits for the people all around, and say, 
be careful not to go up on the mountain or even touch its base, whoever touches the mountain will surely be put to death. XO 19:13. No hand is to touch him, for he must be stoned or shot by arrows, neither animal nor human will be allowed to live. When the shofar sounds, they may go up on the mountain. We will hear the sound of the shofar. We will go up. Adonai will be seen by the eyes of all people on the earth. The next event scheduled will be incredible to behold. This event was a test for them and a test pattern for us to still fear, recognize who I am, him, so that you won't commit sins. XO 2015 All the people experienced the thunder, the lightning, the sound of the shofar, and the mountain smoking. When the people saw it, they trembled. Standing at a distance. XO 2016 They said to Moshe, You, speak with us, and we will listen. But don't let God speak with us, or we will die. XO 2017 Moshe answered the people, Don't be afraid, because God has come only to test you and make you fear Him, so that you won't commit sins. XO 2018 So the people stood at a distance, but Moshe approached the thick darkness where God was. Did they know what sin was? In the very next stage of history, God defines sin for a group of people that grew to be over several million, and now we have billions on our earth tonight. How many know the importance this story? 1 Co 12 to 1 But, brothers, I do not want you to go on being ignorant about the things of the Spirit. 1 Co 12 to 2 You know that when you were pagans, no matter how you felt you were being led, you were being led astray to idols, which can't speak at all. 1 Co 12 to 3 Therefore, I want to make it clear to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God ever says, Yeshua is cursed. And no one can say, Yeshua is Lord, except by the Ruach Ha. Kodesh. 1 Co 12 to 4 Now there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit gives them. 1 Co 12 to 5 Also there are different ways of serving, but it is the same Lord being served. 1 Co 12 to 6 And there are different modes of working, but it is the same God working them all in everyone. 1 Co 12 to 7 Moreover, to each person is given the particular manifestation of the Spirit that will be for the common good. 1 Co 12 to 8 to 1, through the Spirit, is given a word of wisdom, to another, a word of knowledge, in accordance with the same Spirit. 1 Co 12 to 9 to another, faith, by the same Spirit, and to another, gifts of healing, by the one Spirit. 1 Co 12 10 to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, the ability to judge between spirits, to another, the ability to speak in different kinds of tongues, and to yet another, the ability to interpret tongues. 1 Co 12 11 1 And the same Spirit is at work in all these things, distributing to each person as he chooses. One body with many members. 1 Co 12 12 For just as the body is one but has many parts, and all the parts of the body, though many, constitute one body, so it is with the Messiah. 1 Co 12 13 For it was by one Spirit that we were all immersed into one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free, and we were all given the one Spirit to drink. 1 Co 12 14 For indeed the body is not one part but many. 1 Co 12 15 If the foot says, I'm not a hand, so I'm not part of the body, that doesn't make it stop being part of the body. 1 Co 12 16 And if the ear says, I'm not an eye, so I'm not part of the body, that doesn't make it stop being part of the body. 1 Co 12 17 If the whole body were an eye, how could it hear? If it were all hearing, how could it smell? 1 Co 12 18 But as it is, God arranged each of the parts in the body exactly as He wanted them. 1 Co 12 19 Now if they were all just one part, where would the body be? 1 Co 12 20 But as it is, there are indeed many parts, yet just one body. 1 Co 12 21 So the eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you, or the head to the feet, I don't need you.
1 Co 12:22. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be less important turn out to be all the more necessary. 1 Co 12:23. And upon body parts which we consider less dignified, we bestow greater dignity, and the parts that aren't attractive are the ones we make as attractive as we can. 1 Co 12:24. While our attractive parts have no need for such treatment, indeed. God has put the body together in such a way that He gives greater dignity to the parts that lack it. 1 Co 12:25. So that there will be no disagreements within the body, but rather all the parts will be equally concerned for all the others. 1 Co 12:26. Thus if one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it, and if one part is honored, all the parts share its happiness. 1 Co 12:27. Now you together constitute the body of the Messiah, and individually you are parts of it. 1 Co 12:28 And God has placed in the messianic community first emissaries, second prophets, third teachers, then those who work miracles, then those with gifts of healing, those with ability to help, those skilled in administration, and those who speak in various tongues. 1 Co 12:29 Not all are emissaries, are they? Not all are prophets, are they? Or teachers? Or miracle workers? 1 Co 12:30 Not all have gifts of healing, not all speak in tongues not all interpret, do they? 1 Co 12:31 Eagerly seek the better gifts. But now I will show you the best way of all. The Torah prepared and presented at Mount Sinai. F 2:10 For we are of God's making, created in union with the Messiah Yeshua for a life of good actions already prepared by God for us to do. 1 In Christ. F 2:11 Therefore, remember your former state, you Gentiles by birth, called the uncircumcised by those who, merely because of an operation on their flesh, are called the circumcised. F 2:12 At that time had no Messiah. You were estranged from the national life of Israel. You were foreigners to the covenants embodying God's promise. You were in this world without hope and without God. F 2:13 But now, you who were once far off have been brought near through the shedding of the Messiah's blood. F 2:14 For He Himself is our Shalom, He has made us both one and has broken down the Mekitsa which divided us. The Torah group and non-Torah group become one. F215 by destroying in his own body the enmity occasioned by the Torah, with its commands set forth in the form of ordinances. He did this in order to create in union with himself from the two groups a single new humanity and thus make shalom. F216 and in order to reconcile to God both in a single body by being executed on a stake as a criminal and thus in himself killing that enmity. F217 also, when he came, he announced as good news shalom to you far off without Torah, Gentiles and Shalom to those nearby, with Torah Hebrews. F218 News that through him we both, Jew and Gentile, have access in one spirit to the Father. F219 So then, you are no longer foreigners and strangers. On the contrary, you are fellow citizens with God's people, Hebrews, and members of God's family, Torah keepers. F220 You have been built on the foundation of the emissaries and the prophets, with the cornerstone being Yeshua the Messiah himself. F221 In union with Him the whole building is held together, and it is growing into a holy temple in union with the Lord. F222 Yes, in union with Him, you yourselves are being built together into a spiritual dwelling place for God. Emissaries carry the message of God. The prophets build on bringing God's message of redemption to the world. Yeshua death, burial and resurrection is its corner piece. The foundation of our instruction is Yeshua found in the Torah. These messengers give faith in a foundation of strength that can go into eternity. The enmity wall of Jews being given the foundation walls called the Torah is no longer something the Gentiles needs to be jealous. That wall is gone as we all grow into one temple, 
foundation still being Torah with Yeshua Jesus confirming the Torah entirely which proving Him the Messiah. We have two parts, the Torah for Jew and Gentile. Gentiles do not have to convert to Judaism to honor the Torah. It is grace that drops that partition wall that was once there. Now for the secret plan described by Paul in chapter 3. The mystery of the Gospel revealed, Gentiles can be blessed through Torah but not have to convert through Jewish rituals. F3-1 It is a consequence of this that I, Shaul, am a prisoner of the Messiah Yeshua on behalf of you Gentiles. F3-2 I assume that you have heard of the work God and His grace has given me to do for your benefit. F3-3 And that it was by a revelation that this secret plan was made known to me. I have already written about it briefly. F3-4 And if you read what I have written, you will grasp how I understand this secret plan concerning the Messiah. F3-5 In past generations it was not made known to mankind, as the Spirit is now revealing it to His emissaries and prophets. F3-6 That in union with the Messiah and through the good news the Gentiles were to be joint heirs, a joint body and joint sharers with the Jews in what God has promised. F3-7 I became a servant of this good news by God's gracious gift, which He gave me through the operation of His power. F3-8 To me, the least important of all God's holy people, was given this privilege of announcing to the Gentiles the good news of the Messiah's unfathomable riches. F3-9 And of letting everyone see how this secret plan is going to work out. This plan, kept hidden for ages by God, the Creator of everything. F3-10 Is for the rulers and authorities in heaven to learn, through the existence of the messianic community, how many-sided God's wisdom is. F3-11 This accords with God's age-old purpose, accomplished in the Messiah Yeshua, our Lord. F3-12 In union with Him, through His faithfulness, we have boldness and confidence when we approach God. F3-13 So I ask you not to be discouraged by the troubles I endure on your behalf, it is all for your glory. From David Stern Jewish New Testament Commentary- 3. The secret, C1 9N, consists of two elements, 1, the bringing the Gentiles into the people of God on an equal footing, previously known but not nearly so clearly, V.5 and N, and, 2, making known to spiritual being in heaven, through the existence of the messianic community, the many-sided wisdom of God, VV.9-10, C1 2023 and Prayer for Spiritual Strength F3-14 For this reason, I fall on my knees before the Father. F3-15 From whom every family in heaven and on earth receives its character. F3-16 I pray that from the treasures of His glory He will empower you with inner strength by His Spirit. F3-17 So that the Messiah may live in your hearts through your trusting. Also I pray that you will be rooted and founded in love. F3-18 So that you, with all God's people, will be given strength to grasp the breadth, length, height and depth of the Messiah's love. F3-19 Yes, to know it, even though it is beyond all knowing, so that you will be filled with all the fullness of God. F3-20 Now to Him who by His power working in us is able to do far beyond anything we can ask or imagine. F3-21 To Him be glory in the Messianic community and in the Messiah Yeshua from generation to generation forever. Amen. Christ came to fulfill the law. Matt 5:17. Don't think that I have come to abolish the Torah or the prophets. I have come not to abolish but to complete. Matt 5:18. Yes indeed. I tell you that until heaven and earth pass away, not so much as a yud, or a stroke will pass from the Torah, not until everything that must happen has happened. The Torah is not the enmity Paul is talking about. Yeshua tells us in Matthew 5 that not one stroke will go missing from the Torah. So, what is the enmity Paul is talking about that has been torn down? It is sin. It is not the Torah. 
it is the sin that Torah reveals. David Stern, this is why it is appropriate to say that the enmity between Jew and Gentiles was occasioned by the Torah. He gives four components that can still cause enmity between Jews and Gentile. 1. Gentile envy of the special status according by God to Israel in the Torah. 2. Jewish pride at being chosen. 3. Gentile resentment of that pride. 4. Mutual dislike of each other's customs. This is a common cause of friction between cultures, but in this instance, Jewish customs are different for a unique reason. They did not merely evoke, rather, they were the Jewish people's response to the Torah, with its commands set forth in the form of ordinances. It's not Shavuot and I want to close with knowing the Holy Spirit has us. I do sleep well at night because I have studied enough, not to think that I am smarter than anyone else. But I don't want to be deceived. The scriptures I didn't type here tonight have struck my heart that as a teacher I don't think I am better than others. That is a correction that perhaps I'm reminded of when I get excited about new findings. I have a zealous for the Lord that can be taken wrong. I leave you with you reading from David Stern what the original passage says. Get yourself a complete Jewish Bible New Testament commentary and study for yourself. It is up to you to prove yourself a worthy workman before the Lord. Literal translation of verse 14b-15a, the commas in brackets appear in some of the manuscripts which have punctuation but not in all. For he is our peace, the, person, having made both, things, one, and the middle wall of the fence having broken, the enmity, in the flesh of him, the Torah of the commandments and decrees, having abolished, in order that the two, persons, he might create in himself into one new person. The Torah lays out many blessings which means there is an opposite, yes, a cursing. Consider the last verses written in our Bible. Only at this point in time will there no longer be any curses. Which means Torah has never left our earth for 7,000 years. His name is on your forehead because he is what you think about and cause your hands and feet to move about. In the invisible realm perhaps the letter Tav is placed on us. It means sign or covenant. Rev 22-3 No longer will there be any curses. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and His servants will worship Him. Rev 22-4 They will see His face, and His name will be on their foreheads. Rev 22-5 Night will no longer exist, so they will need neither the light of a lamp nor the light of the sun, because Adonai, God, will shine upon them. And they will reign as kings forever and ever. Jesus is coming. Rev 22-6 Then He said to me, these words are true and trustworthy, Adonai, God of the spirits of the prophets, sent his angel to show his servants the things that must happen soon. Rev 22-7 Look. I am coming very soon. Blessed is the person who obeys the words of the prophecy written in this book. Rev 22-8 Then I, Eucanon, the one hearing and seeing these things, when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel showing them to me. Rev 22-9 But he said to me, Don't do that. I am only a fellow servant with you and your brothers, the prophets and the people who obey the words in this book. Worship God. Rev 22:10. Then he said to me, Don't seal up the words of the prophecy in this book, because the time of their fulfillment is near. Rev 22:11. Whoever keeps acting wickedly, let him go on acting wickedly, whoever is filthy, let him go on being made filthy. Also, whoever is righteous, let him go on doing what is righteous, and whoever is holy, let him go on being made holy. Rev 22:12 Pay attention. Says Yeshua, I am coming soon, and my rewards are with me to give to each person according to what he has done. Rev 22:13 I am the A and the Z, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Rev 22:14 How blessed are those who wash their robes, so that they have the right to eat from the tree of life and go through the gates into the city. 
Rev 2215 outside are the homosexuals, those involved with the occult and with drugs, the sexually immoral, murderers, idol worshippers, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. Rev 2216I, Yeshua, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the messianic communities. I am the root and offspring of David, the bright morning star. Rev 2217 The Spirit and the Bride say, Come. Let anyone who hears say, Come. And let anyone who is thirsty come, let anyone who wishes, take the water of life free of charge. Rev 2218 I warn everyone hearing the words of the prophecy in this book that if anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues written in this book. Rev 2219 And if anyone takes anything away from the words in the book of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and the holy city, as described in this book. Rev 2220 The one who is testifying to these things says, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Yeshua. Rev 2221 May the grace of the Lord Yeshua be with all. When people say to me, You can't lose your salvation, I think we need to consider how it could be lost. 1. Adding to God's words, hmm, saying you can't get lost? This is very dangerous to offer get out of hell free cards for saying a prayer of salvation. Our minds must focus on living righteous lives because God is righteous. Yeshua's brother James said that we will recognize people by their fruit. 2. 22.12 states there are rewards for our actions here. It is the Torah that tells us what righteous acts are. 3. 22-9 states we to obey the words in this book. What book? The Torah is what all of mankind is to obey. 4. We cannot add or take away from the book. 5. Our share in the tree of life, the holy city are removed. We are in a test my friends just as Moses told them that they were being tested as the mountain was black and smoking with a loud shofar blaring at them. Just what does wash your robe mean? Hmm. I think we're going to go through some very dark smoke and those living by God's instructions will keep doing just that. Those who like darkness will stay in it. Yes, we all have choice. Do people walk away from God? Do men walk away from covenants? Yes, to both questions. Can anything separate us from the love of God? No, it is so deep that He sent Himself in the flesh and was crucified to prove to us resurrection. I say it one more time. Do men walk away from God after saying a salvation prayer? What is the explanation? Well, they were not really saved anyway. Hmm. Let us not add to God's words. Let's read Scripture and think. Perhaps this get-out-of-hell-free prayer card has left the church pretty lackadaisical. We have way too many believers committing suicide to just get to heaven sooner because life got a little hard here. I still believe the Torah that says, do not murder, and that means, do not murder yourself. I love committed Christians that remain to live out what is written at that time on their forehead. Tav, I'm in covenant with the Creator through the Son, Yeshua known as Jesus.